and welcome everyone. My name is Jennifer Regular. I am a soul-centered empowerment coach at Lighting the Path and also the host here at the Wisdom Speakers and Seekers podcast. This is where I bring guests from around the world to share their messages about how we can more fully embody what, who we came here to be and what we came here to do. And today my guest is a perfect example of that. Coming from Florida, Daniel John Hanneman has an extensive background as a professional counselor, certified hypnotherapist with combined business and professional backgrounds. He is also into energy scanning, energy clearing, spiritual life coaching, intuitive business coaching, channeling, metaphysics, religious science, and the list goes on, also hypnosis, psychology, motivational techniques, and personal and business development systems. And if that wasn't all, from a best-selling book series, Daniel has co-authored the book, Wake Up, Live the Life You Love, Living in Abundance, which was also featured internationally renowned legends that included Anthony Robbins, Dr. Wayne Dyer, and Dr. Michael Beckwith. Daniel is also the creator of Your Sacred Purpose, and that is unleashing the hidden greatest potential within the world, changing empaths, healers, and spiritual entrepreneurs by loving all of themselves, including their full power, their greatest gifts, their truest purpose, and the ability to deepen the awakening of consciousness on the planet while enjoying profound money success. Today, he's here to talk about your sacred purpose. Wow, Daniel, it's been quite the journey you've had. It's such an honor to have you here. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much, Jennifer. It's an honor to be here today. I, I, uh, thank you for your wonderful introduction. I just want to mention, though, I love the idea of being from Florida, but just so people know, I'm actually from Illinois. Just Oh, you're from Illinois. Okay, I don't know where I got Florida from. <laughs> I love that idea. Did you ever live in Florida? <laughs> no, I haven't, but um, oh, okay. I appreciate the uh, I appreciate Florida's a lot of talk about us going to Florida to vacation and things, right? So <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome from Illinois, Daniel. It's so great to have you here. So your sacred purpose, what makes our purpose sacred? Yeah, that's great. That's a great question. You know, I believe the the core of life is sacred. You know, everything's sacred at its core. Um, sacred for me means that we're in the deepest, realest place of, of reality, of the deep reality, of true reality, rather than the splinters of, of, of experience that we have here in this world. So when we're talking about your sacred purpose, we're talking about that deeper, you know, purpose that you're here for, which for me includes both what people would call it inner and outer purpose. So your inner purpose, meaning that you're awoken to that deep sacredness and to the trueness of who you are. And then your outer purpose being in that sense, like what you're here to contribute. What are we here to do? And what are we here to learn, right? Everybody knows that about the purpose, but what are we here to learn? Like we picked it for a reason, right? I like to take that class, you know, this lifetime or whatever, right? So like, let's, let's put that on the agenda. So, so, so this, the, the sacredness of, you know, being on a path as a soul of deepening our own of sense of our, of the fullness of, of who we are. And then within that experiencing within this dimension and reality, 
um, so many scenes, so many different things across lifetimes. Like, so I was a king that life. Life, I was a pauper or whatever. Like, we get to experience everything that we want to. And we often want to experience kind of all of it in a sense. And, you know, we have all these different experiences. And I know that after doing thousands of energy scans on people, tuning in their energies, their past lives and everything. And so... Uh, the soul uh, wants to experience, you know, the big playground and ultimately to, you know, to come back to the realization of who we are within this plane and dimension. And uh, at least that's what it seems like. Okay. So that's my perspective on it. And uh, uh, so that basically is your sacred purpose is, is the whole, the whole enchilada to me. The whole enchilada. I love that. And some would even say we can call this an earth school, right? We came here to learn and feel what it's like to be human, mm-hmm. you know? And I wonder what kind of experience brought you to this place? What kind of transformational journey did you go through to be able to find your sacred purpose? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, <clears throat> for me, I, you know, I was talking about I was a shy kid, I was introverted. I think again that I was I was connected to the deep presence and awareness as a kid, and uh, and yeah, and I had a lot of enthusiasm to share, and it's still true to this day. Like both of those things are still still true to this day. But what's changed is just that as a kid, I was much more um, awkward about it. Like you know, I'm, I'm a weirdo still to this day, but it's like it's much more awkward. You know, I had a hard time hard time being able to show up because I was just very sensitive to everything going on. Mm. Um, always worried about, you know, not like in my thoughts, but early in my life. But then as I got older, it became thoughts like, well, what are people going to think, you know, and not trusting who I am. I talk a lot about trusting our full power because if I were to trust my sense of my full power back then, I probably would have felt like I could have taken over the schools, you know, like I, you know, just that sense of power that we have, right? So if we, um, for me, from my perspective, from our lifetimes, again, like we've had connection with this deep power that we have, and we all have this connection with our deep power, ultimately, it's like, you feel like you could do anything, you could, you could be anything, right? So, I think a lot of it was like, this is very interesting. I have these choices. I could be like this, or I could be like that. And, you know, what's true and what's real. And like, all those questions were there. I, I always tell people like it, you know, because it's a hot topic these days, but like at 10 years old, I'd be like, you know, I'm very privileged. I'm a white guy, you know, I live in the suburbs of Chicago and very privileged. I have a lot of privilege. And now now, now that's a big thing in the world all these decades later, like the people talk about these things like much more. Like I was aware of these things. It's just so sensitive. And so I started getting into um, journaling and all that stuff because I was very anxious, very depressed. And I just, I just want to get out and share my big gifts and whatever they are with my big energy. Or I didn't even know at the time what it was, but I knew there's something I would tell my friends, like when my friends, I said, I've got this power inside of me. And I just look at you like you're crazy, of course. Right. And I go and see a psychiatrist. I tell him I could manipulate energy and move things and stuff. Like I never done it, but I could just feel like I do things. And mm-hmm. uh, I would play around with a little bit, but um, you know, I sense the ability and then, 
They're like, oh, very interesting. Next thing you know, I'm bipolar, uh, delusions of grandeur, all that stuff. And oh my goodness. So then you just stuff in or you know, give you meds, whatever. So anyway, I learned like, okay, nobody, you know, can't nobody I can't trust anybody with that kind of thing. So I I you know, we stuff it away. So my journey is like other people's journey and discovering your true nature, your true purpose. Um, I stuffed away like things I realized earlier in my life about myself, but because it didn't seem to be acceptable or the right way to go, you know, you stuff it away. So you become depressed, anxious. Um, then I went into psychology to try to figure out, you know, myself and other people and um, and then I got into sales for a while because I wanted to get out of my bubble because I was very in, inward, wouldn't even ask girls out for the most part, things like that. I was just, you know, and then I finally, you know, I, I was doing hundreds of cold calls and everything. And I knew all that was going to help me in the long run. I was like, I probably, you know, need this down, down the line. I wasn't sure why I thought probably it might be in a business or something like that. And and then um, I got a master's degree in clinical psychology, where ultimately I was persecuted, so to speak. I mean, it was just, of course, it's my own stuff. But, you know, I got reflected back to me, boy, you're really gifted, but you really got you've got your issues. You know, you you don't know how to inter interact with people right and everything. And, and I had a point, but there were like exaggerated charges against me that I I was thinking too deep and asking too many questions and all this sort of stuff. So you're going to be punished for that. Your first so oh, I, wow. I, that, and um, I had people even tell me at certain jobs I did as a kid, like early on, like, um, oh, well, you screwed this job up. Don't worry. You probably could do something with your life. And, you know, I got a lot of messages. I fired from my first job out of grad school. Um, and it was always like this idea I did something wrong when for the most part I hadn't, you know, I didn't really do anything wrong, but that was like these charges, like you did something wrong. So what I discovered was like, when you start doing more of what's really yours to do, then that doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. then I got in an environment where it was more, I was working with the chronically mentally ill, so to speak, in a way that really suited me where I could bring spiritual teaching and talk about enlightenment uh, indirectly with people. Yes. Now, like, whoa, we like we like Daniel, and you know, like <laughs> promote him and everything, right? Now, now I'm now I'm good, and and then uh, I got into private practice, doing hypnosis, and all the things you said in the bio, right? I got into all that stuff, and I got online in 2006. Um, after you know, I did metaphysics and became a licensed practitioner of uh, science of mind. Anyway, so unlocked you know the, the the power that i always sensed i had sort of manifesting you know things doing you know fan, those fantastical things we can do with our manifestation powers and you know just like be able to override the reality that seems to be like to be able to play a tennis match the scoreboard to seem to say that i just lost i'm not winning this league this time but because I'm so clear I'm winning, like, even though, you know, on the court, it seemed like I lost, like the, that scoreboard is going to say I won, which that's what happened, basically. So, you know, things, fantastical things, you know, be able to recreate the news cycles. Okay, usually there's always bad news about the state. We're always broke, everything. I want that story to change. Next day, there's a surplus. We just discovered a surplus. <laughs> wow. 
you know, things like that. Or I want the gas prices to go down. And then the same day or the ne- you know the next day or whatever it would be, mm-hmm. somebody up there taking the prices down. Like life is showing you, listen, this is all not as real as you think. And yet it's, that doesn't mean it doesn't important, but it's, it's not as real. It's much more fluid than you realize. So, you know, realizing all these things just guided me on my path and my purpose to help people wake up to the deep power. They are the infinite intelligence. They are, I started doing things called energy scans. It's a long story, but you know, I started realizing I have, you know, these abilities that that was sensed to me early is that I can tune into people and know things about them um, and their chakras and energies and their soul and everything. And like uh, things down to what, maybe what underwear you wore is, you know, when you're three years old or something. Like, I mean, like just ridiculously <laughs> accurate sometimes. I don't have to say I get it all get it exactly right all the time, but, you know, just say like crazy things, you know? And so my ability as a channel uh, serves me as an intuitive business coach and, uh, as a channel, spiritual teacher, trainer of, you know, metaphysics and all these different things. So that's, yeah, I don't know. I've got a lot, lot to, lot to share, but the thing is, is we have to stay in our lane and mm. I, I, I've experienced a lot of pain by not staying in my own lane. Um, like a lot of people do um, again and again, you know, I've listened a little bit better maybe at times than, than some people do sometimes, but you know, we've got to listen. Otherwise we get a wake up call and, you know, I've had a big experience through all these things because once you start discovering your power and unleashing, you know, more of that, that deeper power we have, this is, you know, ability to manifest and heal and uh, do healings for people and stuff. You know, for some of us, our ego gets drunk and, mm. you know, all of a sudden, oh, look at what I can do and all that. And, and, and my thing has always been to want to show everybody else that they can do it too, but there's always a little drunkenness in there. I've had to work through that as well. So there's a lot to it, but all that has been part of the, the inner realization, inner awakening, lots of meditation, lots of, uh, lots of realizations. It's a, and to me, I have my, my, my biggest book is when people say, what books do you read? What things do you take in? I say, I pay attention to life itself. Yes. Like, mm. A lot of information lately, but I, I, I kind of do it in reverse order. I'm doing more like first, I just want to know life on its, I did a lot of education, but more pay attention to life itself when I'm reading endless books. And, you know, as I read the books now, you know, like they're, they're helpful, but they're kind of mostly, um, they're helpful that you learn things, so to speak, but a lot of it's reminders when you're honest of what you've already realized at some level already, but we forget we have amnesia and we're hypnotized. And so we're not always really awake. So I've had to work to be more awake myself to so many things and then help other people to do that. And then bring their, their truest self out into the world and their business. And I just happen to be pretty awesome at helping people manifest and, understand who they are and what their message is and who they, you know, how to bring their gifts out, their deepest gifts. So there's a lot into it, but I hope that answers the question. I think it went beyond answering. (laughs) It was a wonderful way to answer the question. And it gives us so much information and a big picture about how you embrace life and how you experience life and how you learn from it. And also trusting life, trusting the process of life and What I like too is how you shifted your awareness from what's wrong with me to what's strong in me. 
-hmm. and that you were able to go with that, you know, in the same way that you were switching the flipping the switch on the news, for example. And I do that with the weather sometimes too, you know, (laughs) just there's ways that we can interact with the natural world and with creation all around us. And we, we really can do that. Right. And it's pretty exciting. And like you say, we can get caught up in that, but it's actually our more natural way of being in the world Mm -hmm. is to have those kind of interactions and those interplays and to see the energy exchanges between us and others and even objects and so on. And to be able to hold the capacity for all of it, you know, for all the ways that people perceive the world, experience the world, experience their reality. You mentioned it being very fluid. And even for the same person seeing the world in one way, with that fluidity, they can start to see it in another way. We can try out these different lenses, like trying on different glasses and how we see the world and how we perceive the world and then how we receive the world as well. Yeah, for me, as I played around with the realities, you know, that part of me that is um, just connected to to like the stillness, the the just I am or whatever you want to call it, Mm. increasingly was just like, well, what if I don't just play around with everything all the time? What if I just observe and enjoy the beauty of life just as it's revealing itself in each moment. And mm. that was my journey too, is just really relaxing into that. Because when I first got into metaphysics and those kind of capacities, it was like, you know, like the mind, you know, a lot of us, us have this, like we're save the world, we're gonna do all these big changes. And, you know, as you start to realize, yeah, you could make this big difference. And, you know, you know, I don't know what I've created, you know, but like I've had the experience of, hey, there's this big world event happen or whatever. And when it interests me, um, I know it sounds funny to say that, but when it interests me, I was like, okay, let's just have that change. Let's just be done with it. And then like, again, I would hear in the news, oh yeah, this, the, the wildfires are over now or whatever. And people could say, well, maybe you just tuned into it. And it just happened to coincide. I don't know. I hope nobody could prove anything, right? <laughs> have these experiences of like almost you could convince yourself that you are like this messiah complex right like i i can make it happen i can bring it on and that's a ego you know that's a mm-hmm. ego. many people in awakening that go through a messiah complex they start thinking like oh i'm so magical i can do anything i i'm probably the messiah you know i'm the next coming of jesus or something right and this has happened for more people than you realize and then you start realizing, okay, no, that's just the ego. And I've met people in those places. I'm like, dude, like for me, I just come to appreciate life as it is, you know, and not get into all that sort of stuff, you know, because there's a reason why everything's going on. There's a higher purpose. There's something greater unfolding through all of it. And yeah, we do contribute. We do work with things and all that sort of things. Um, that's all good and well, but until we can accept things as they are already, you know, that's, you know, then we're, we're constantly chasing our own tail to some degree. So, you know, that, that, that's, that's part of what, I, what I'm always here to point to, too, is like, you know, yeah, you want to manifest great. That's part of your journey. You want to manifest this, that, or the other thing. That's part of your journey, but that's not the thing, you know, there's something far deeper, more important than that. And that's what I'm always pointing to. Right. And you mentioned too about staying in your own lane. And I know, 
you know, we can be good and even great in a lot of different things. And as we become aware of our abilities and our skills, we also become aware of our capacity, you know, what we're capable of and how much we can take in and absorb and experience in this world. And also what, how we can tap into our potency, right? Mm -hmm. What really has the impact. And as you're saying, to settle back into life as well and accepting for what presents and what unfolds and just being with that and allowing that, allowing more of that and surrender rather than trying to control and manifest or manipulate or change and transform and all of those things to be able to then touch life so deeply. Right, exactly. I mean, that's why I talk a lot about, I don't know if you happen to notice, but maybe not, but you know, my Facebook group that I have, Rock Your Sacred Purpose, I've been doing a series called Power of Surrender. I've got a retreat mm. at the end of April here um, and around that. And again, it's like um, people have misconceptions around that too. Like what it means to surrender. So you mean just like forget about everything if everything mm. happens, just surrender to it all the time. And all, like, no, no, not really. <laughs> like, no, it's an actually an active um, type of participation thing. It's not just letting go only. It's it's letting go and then letting what really wants to spring up and happen to happen from that place mm. much different than, Oh, just let everything happen. Just check out, you know, <laughs> which is a lot of times what people think with surrender it's defeat or you're just checking out. You're just letting, you're just saying, Oh, everything's fine when everything's not fine. And no, it's not about that. It's a deeply listening, deeply surrendering to the deeper space within that knows everything and kind of following everything from that space. So yes, we need more support around, I think, in the world, because there's so much idea that we need to control and change everything all the time. And that, that'll, that, that, you know, from that level of consciousness, that program will never be over. It'll go on forever. And so the only way you can find that deeper liberation is to go into the deeper space. And you find that there is a potency there to experience things like uh, manifestation, but from a place that actually um, would serve a higher, the higher potential or good that wants to unfold um, rather than, you know, really kind of create more of the same, you know, I can manifest a bigger boat or I don't manifest <laughs> and you know, like, you're like a, a, a kid that's you know, just learned to run. I'm going to see how fast I can run. I can run faster. I can run. Okay. Eventually, you know, you got to grow up, you know, it's like, okay, what's the deeper meaning and purpose of my life? And how do things really want to unfold in my life and really pay deep attention to that? We see, see it in people like Jim Carrey's a great example. Like he's, mm. he's really had those kind of experiences, right? He's like, who am I? What am I doing? What I, I could manifest everything. And now I realize, okay, it doesn't matter. Right. Like that whole thing. So, you know, we, we've even seen it with people like that. You come to that deep place and you start to realize, whoa, there's there's more to this than I thought. Because <laughs> I used to think metaphysics, man, that explains all life. That's just, is it, it, that's basically it. You know, we don't need all this other stuff. Buddhism, oh, it's, oh my God, what a, wow, that's no good. We don't need that so much, but we need all this metaphysics. That's how, how solve our world problems, right? <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Yeah, sometimes, um, well, some people say too, but when we're caught up in ego consciousness, um, ego becomes like an acronym of edging God out. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Right. right. And yeah, and God being good orderly direction, another acronym, or soul being sending out universal love, like all those acronyms kind of speak too to the energy of what that can present for us and where we want to be operating from. Ego often is also really about comparison, right? And that bigger boat and the bigger house and so on. Whereas soul just really wants to connect, to connect inward, to connect with others, to connect with consciousness and higher beings and higher power. It's all about connection then. And I think that too is so important is to be able to have connection. And it was great that when we can find a way to have connection, even for those of us highly sensitive and as small children didn't really feel like we could connect you know there was a misunderstanding about who we were and what we're all about and but still believing in ourselves and having that conscious connection to keep our spirit intact to be strong right to find that strong in us rather than what was wrong in us and I think that is something that we can evolve with as well and you spoke about a retreat that's coming up soon do you want to tell us a little bit more about that Sure, I have the Power Surrender Retreat. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I have a good hook line for it. (laughs) You're surrendering to whatever happens. (laughs) I I don't know if I got a hooky marketing for it, but um, basically, um, you know, if you're looking, if you feel like you're running into um, dead ends, most of the people are, uh, 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 that speaks to already feel they're on a path of surrender. And they would say that, like, Mm -hmm. If you feel like you're on a path of surrender and you feel like you could do with some, uh, no, not that I'm the wisest sage that's ever lived on this matter, but if you're looking for somebody to resonate with to help you on that path to surrender to your deeper purpose as a world-changing light leader, those are the type of people I'm inviting to that. Um, I'm going to be that guide and, and, and help you guide you into yourself, you know, your deeper truth and what really wants to happen. And like people have a lot of questions, especially if people are in business, being these world-changing light leaders, like, okay, they tell me to do the ads, but I don't want to do the ads. And, uh, well, maybe I should, it's a smart thing to do. Like just even on marketing, it's like, then don't do the ads. You know, it's not, you know, usually it's because it's just not your thing. You're not, you're not, or at least not right now. You know, there's something else that you're wanting to put your attention to uh, deeper down inside you, you know, is true for you Mm. you to be focused, whatever that is, whatever it is, you know, often people aren't willing to allow that to be either get so restless. They're like, we gotta make something happen here. We gotta do, you know, like everybody's different, but like, some people are anxious that way. Got to make something happen, right? It's like those people need to settle down and really get more still and just see what their truth is. What's my truth for my life and my business, my purpose? What am I here to do? And then how does it want to unfold through me? And sometimes when we slow down, we're willing to take time with that. Something beyond what we've ever considered can emerge like oh my god I never considered this as a possible reality for me like I never considered that you know I wanted to do this bigger impact in my community or world in this particular way right I thought I was going to be a coach but instead I want to be like a community leader and or a politician maybe even who knows you know something else emerges is what I find when I take people on these deeper retreats so we do silent like silent silent meditation guided meditations 
I do my channeling, uh, energy scanning, coaching. Uh, we do uh, you know different practices to really co connect with this deeper truth. And um, so it's just a, a great a great time to be held in a container to help the, the greater truth of who you are and your sacred purpose to reveal itself and to, to come 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 through it, to have that deeper realization, inner the inner outer inner realization and the sense of what your outer um, next steps are and your purpose, et cetera. Mm -hmm. The inner work can make the outer work feel effortless. Exactly. <laughs> And so how can people find out about that? Is there a website link that you can direct people to to find out about that and other offerings you have? Sure, sure. For that, um, I don't know that I have it in a URL that's like easily translatable here, but um, I can certainly get that to you. But yeah, it's at yoursacredpurpose.com um, forward slash power uh, for, uh, dash of dash uh, retreat, I believe, or it's going to have a the in it. So, <laughs> okay. So, yoursacredpurpose.com would be like the gateway website to find out about all of your offerings and more about you. And yeah. Yeah. And if they want to know more about it and they can't find it through a URL, they can always, you know, contact me uh, on Facebook or LinkedIn. I'm on both of them, Daniel Hanneman. So, you, you find me there. Awesome. That's perfect. And we'll put that information down in the description below this video. Are there any final words, Daniel, that you have for our audience today? Any other wisdom messages you want to impart? You know, I just, I just encourage you to, to trust the, you know, more of, of the deeper presence that you are and therefore and and then it must simultaneously something we really get into because i'm kind of deep and windy you know with my the way what i have to share because there's a lot to share is you know embracing your humanity because that's part of the journey too of of your soul it's like to experience yourself as who you are in this lifetime so um sometimes when people go spiritual then they disavow their humanity and they're like well all right everything's in the namaste energy then you know and then they're not really being themselves maybe they're really fiery people or maybe they're humorous people or maybe they're lewd people even mm. like they say crazy you know um they like to swear a lot maybe that's that's part of your part of how you're meant to be in the world it I'm not that way, quite frankly, that often, although I'm probably more that way than I'm willing to admit, but, you know, like, you know, we have all these concepts about who we are when we're awakened, and none of them are true. Mm. <laughs> like, basically, <laughs> none of them are true, like, a lot of them are true. Well, then by then, and, and there's a lot of teachers, even ones I respect that perpetuate it by saying, Oh yeah, you lose your whole personality, and then and then you're nobody, and your your ego's totally dead, and you're just the presence. That's all you are. You're just here eternally, radiating and just being, and there's nothing. You don't even feel emotions anymore. And and then I know that's false. I know it's not true. I can I can feel it in them. Like I'm an energy scanner. You can't lie to me. I can feel into you. <laughs> so they may have had an experience of that, but it's only temporal. It doesn't last forever. And at least that's been my experience with these things. So I always mm -hmm. say, who knows? I don't, I'm not saying I have the absolute truth here. I'm just telling you what I've noticed. Awesome. Thank you so much for everything that you shared today. It's been amazing. And for just being who you are, Daniel, it was wonderful having you here. Thank you. Thank you so much. 
And thank you all of you for listening in and tuning in and watching today on the Wisdom Speakers and Seekers podcast. We'll see you next time. Thank you.